quick little intro here. So this is going to be one of our usual episodes. Uh, it's a, I guess, Jack kind of making fun of my, uh, m- making fun, maybe criticizing is probably the right way, way to put it. Um, but it's a, uh, I guess, a replay recorded uh, games kind of analysis. So that's kind of how this episode uh, took a turn. So you can listen to it here if you want audio only. Um, but there will be a link to the actual VOD below. So keep that in mind if you want to watch the actual VOD as we talk through it. Uh, it'll be there. So you're playing against someone called Ronin Blade? Yes. Okay. Um, if you wouldn't mind... Yeah, so me now. Pause the game for me now. So oh, click the uh, little icon in the bottom left. Yep. Go. Now, okay. turn the scoreboard on for me. So you click the yeah. icon to the right. Yeah. yeah. So the oh, first one... thing that I'm interested in is oh. the matchup. Okay. So you're playing Lithuanians against Mayans. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, that's not what went through my head, but you keep going. <laughs> yeah. So my, so this was through the uh, the 1v1 ranked queue, was it? Yes. Okay. So and by the looks of it, um, if you just press F6 for me, I think that's the standard. Yeah. So you are playing on Arabia. So in my experience, 95% of my games in the 1v1 ranked queue are on Arabia, unless someone bans it. Um, so this is, and it's kind of like the standard map for Age of Empires. It's the map that the, I think the game's balanced around as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, did you pick Lithuanians or did you random it? Oh no, I picked Lithuanians, dude. Yeah. <laughs> There's any, no military any particular attraction to it. What's the? Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess, heritage-wise, maybe. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, they're close. They're cl- they're as close as I think I can in this game to get to my uh, to my heritage. So yeah, I guess oh, that's really? my attraction. Do you speak Lithuanian at all? Uh, no, no, I'm Polish. But, uh, uh, okay, yeah, Pol- Poland and Lithuania were uh, they were part of the same. Uh, they definitely of, border. Know. I know they border. There's the Polish Lithuanian Commonwealth in the 1600s. So oh. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope for Pol- uh, Poland to be introduced to the game at some point as well. That, yeah, they have Slavs and Lithuanians. It's an int- ah, interesting right. choice for me because it's like, I feel Slavs is a little broader, you know? Anyway, yeah. keep going. <laughs> so in this matchup, you've got, obviously, Lithuanians are a Cav Civ and Mayans literally don't get Cav. So they're an Archer Civ. Um, so this is quite a different, it's not a very symmetrical matchup, I'd say. Um, there are certain aspects to playing the Lithuanian Civ that are unusual. Did you notice anything? that you felt was unusual or were you kind of too focused in the details the uh yeah they i believe they start with was it an extra villager there's something where i need to build yeah. a house right away <laughs> um so they start with plus 150 food mm-hmm. now that has oh. actually enabled some people i've seen Hera doing it like an insta drush so you immediately build <laughs> barracks and you just you oh. send militia right so they can do things that don't give me ideas do. dude <laughs> 
that <laughs> other civs can't do. Um, the one that starts with the extra village is actually your enemy, the Mayans. So it's very common that you accidentally start the game and queue a vill, which is a mistake if you're playing Mayans. You, you start the game and queue loom. Okay. Queue loom. Yes, if you're playing Mayans. Not for you, you're playing Lithuanians. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, so you close that uh, objectives. Yeah. So your builds, if, yeah, you can start it rolling now. The build's slightly funny. So the usual start is use two vills to build one house and then use one vill to build another house. Oh. And that's okay. the, the standard go-to. Um, the other thing you're doing is you are killing a lot of sheep simultaneously. Now, I don't know if you know about this, but sheep and boars and deer, they rot in this game. They so, rot? Yeah. And it's equivalent to about one villager gathering from it. So if you take it, it's decaying all the time. So you really only oh my goodness. take one at a time. Well, this is why you're here. <laughs> these, are the, the, these are the learning points. Now, the good news is you, you, your TC is working. You're making vills. Um, you're doing a good job. You're kind of running rings around with your scout. Yes. Um, something you do is going forward. So the other thing is you slaughter a lot of sheep simultaneously. You put them all under your TC to keep them safe. Um, as you kind of get to higher skill levels, you actually use your sheep to scout. Ah, interesting. That makes sense, though. Yeah, and the reason is it's just faster to discover the map, and then it also gives you the opportunity to then go forward with your scout and find where the enemy is quicker and that, that kind of thing. Um, I will say, yeah, I will, I will say that's definitely one thing where, uh, like, I end up you know playing playing a lot of these games not seeing half of the map. That's just the reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to know anything about? So I've looked up your opponent. He's um, at the moment 872 elo, okay. and he's a Mexican. He's a Mexican I think player. Technically, at this point, I was ranked higher, but that's mostly because I haven't played enough to, uh, yeah. to derank. <laughs> as you, yeah, yeah. as I'm this, sure you'll find is, out. This is a big problem that people starting the game face. Is the game starts you out at 1,000 elo, which is about average. Now, but you think about it, that's an average of a game people have been playing for 20 years. Yeah. So the existing skill levels already very high and people actually have to lose a lot of games in the 1v1 queue before they reach uh their skill level if that makes sense 100 percent. but my, my one thing though is like i'll look at like loyal legends yep and i'm like like i think i'd be better but who knows you know and they're like yeah. 400 <laughs> yeah 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 um so i think the major thing for me i'm seeing now is you sh you've gone straight to stragglers so the trees okay. that are around your TC, yeah, um, you should be going for a lumber camp. And I particularly like the spot on the right. And the reason is because the trees surround it. So I'd say okay. that'd be quite an efficient lumber camp spot. If you were to pop, so pop right it, in the middle pop there. It, in the hole. it depends. You can actually take fog of war off and you can have a look if there's a tree there or not. There you go. Uh, so you would be able to get it in that corner, yeah. And we can also, so now we can have a chance to look at your map as well. Mm -hmm. And you can look at the, what the opponent's doing. Um, so the opponent... They have the lumber camp in the... In the yeah, in so the they've gone there. straight for the lumber <laughs> camp, yeah. Um, their sheep are a bit vulnerable. So if you were to go forward with your scout, you could potentially grab them all. Mm -hmm. So you usually wouldn't keep your sheep that far away. Um, in terms of maps, his map immediately looks better. He's got two, three safe... He, all of his three goals are to the back. Which is okay. a main player. So he's going to go for archers, most likely. Mm -hmm. 
And having those safe golds is really important because you need gold to make archers. You've got one safe back gold and two forward golds. But as a cav player, it's less relevant because you're going to open scouts. And especially as Lithuanians, because Lithuanians get bonuses on the trash units, which are your spearmen, your skirmishers, which again, don't cost any gold. So you, you tend to prefer So it. I know you said, you know, I, I'm going to open scouts, but yeah. I, I cannot guarantee I open scouts. I'm just going to tell no, you no, that right now. That's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alternate builds are are uh, are possible. So, and I don't like what you've done um, with taking the the ball here. So the usual play is what we call ball luring. Are you familiar? Yeah, with yeah, that? yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I, I didn't do anything. I literally clicked it and then yeah, forgot yeah. about it. The good thing is I got lucky that the mill was that close. <laughs> yeah. In this case, both your balls are right next to the mill. Um. So it's it, actually in this case you you're effectively going to get away with it. One thing at your level, I'd probably encourage, if you are ball-loring, get Loom first. So okay. I don't, but that comes with experience. And it also becomes with, if you mess it up, there are ways to recover and you have to know them. So if you mess up with the unloomed vill luring the ball and it starts chasing and you lost a lot of health on your vill, you can do something where you build like a house on top of the ball to de-aggro it. Mm. So, but until you get comfortable doing things like that, and I saw it happen in a recent tournament um, as well, where it got kind of very, very uh, with Dagao, I think it was, who had to do it, where he had to start building the house on top of the ball to deagro it. So, mm -hmm. until you're comfortable with stuff like that, I would encourage you to get Loom first, then lure the ball. Sounds good. My, my, Loom's a weird one because I keep feeling like, should I just keep making villagers, you know? <laughs> You're asking when should you get loom? Yes. So the you at high level play, you'll see people get it before they click up to feudal. At your level, I would do it when you go to law the ball. So the usual build is six on food, which is your sheep, one sheep at a time. Then it's four on wood. Then it's vill eleven goes to get the boar. So I would do it before vill eleven mm, at this level. Yeah, that's okay. what. I'm and that's what I did for a long time. I think until I was 1400, I got Loom before Villa 11. Okay, I so you're up, this one. you're up <laughs> well earlier than your opponent. Your opponent's still in Dark Age. Because he's clicked, he's 26% Dark Age right now. Is there a way to check villager counts? And he's pushing deer. Do you see what he's doing with the Eagle Scout? See how he's moved the deer closer to his TC? How do you do that? Oh, because he, he like aggroed it and then So you push it. it, you stand behind it and it mm. runs away from you. That's sort of called deer uh, deer pushing, deer luring. Even though it's not a deer in this case, I think it's a, whatever it is, a turkey, an ostrich. I think it's an ostrich. A turkey. Yeah. <laughs> it's an ostrich, yeah. So you're up far earlier and you're opening, by the looks of it, mana arms. Yes. You're researching mana arms. Who knows? Okay. So generally, I'd encourage you to make Militia first. No, 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 oh, it's okay. fine. Make militia first, then research man at arms. Mm -hmm, just to, yeah. And usually it's you make three or four, send them forward, then you get the tech. Yeah. In general, don't tech into things and then before you, you haven't made that unit. Oh, I, I do that way too much. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, part uh... of the thing is it doesn't give you the opportunity to change your plan. Like the techs are very mm. expensive. So if you then decide, oh, I don't need to make that unit anymore. You've already kind of teched into it. Yeah, my, my I'm definitely someone who just like get all the upgrades. It's it's a uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> Is it like an RPG RPG mentality? Like try to get the fully upgraded. I 
Well, okay. When when I when I play StarCraft a lot, I was like a guy, you know, like double double upgrades whole game, you know? Like the yeah. it was it was all about um being ahead on upgrades because in that game if I don't know, you, you can do really good timing pushes with them. But here yeah. I just maybe maybe it's just the sheer amount of them makes me want to just get all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a completionist in me, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're fighting so that's that's a bad trade for him to do that with the Eagle Scout, lose HP. That was the second time I've been housed, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It happens a lot. Again, it's you're busy with other things, right? So you've put your far, you've put your farms preferentially around the mill. I would encourage you to put them around the TC. I, here's another thing. I don't know the spacing on the proper like uh yep. farms around the TC. I keep getting the the weird one at the end where like Yeah, it's, and it's not a big deal. Again, it's, it wasn't again, it's probably till a, how was that? I don't know, 1500 that the people oh. actually know how to do it perfectly right. No, no, TC. I think they do. I just didn't and it doesn't make that much of a big deal um yeah. the, basically what you have to do is you have to place it I tr i'd show you if i had access um so that it overlaps by one onto the tc which is why you've done one. it yeah so okay. that as it as that farm is that's perfect yeah because it's one wow and then you just copy that pattern all the way around and it will be kind of perfect yeah um so it looks like there's a bit of action going to this oh, there south. you go so he's yeah and you're building a tower are you I am, yes. I don't like that tower. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure what it accomplishes. And the other thing is, it also... Building a tower is... costs you stone, right? Yeah. And that's stone that you need to build your town centers later on. So it kind of means you have to go onto stone earlier, or you need to buy, or you just need to not build other town centers. I, I will say, that that's another thing about this game, is like, I, I don't... Um... Maybe I don't know if it's comfortability, but like, yeah. Once I hit castle, like I take forever to build that second TC. And to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't encourage you to change that. Like one mm -hmm. TC plays are pretty strong. So Especially like, like all in yeah. aggression, and and that's what I like here. So you've got the upper hand here. You're taking the initiative. Um, by the looks of it, he's sitting back. Um, I don't know if you take fog of war off for me. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. So you can actually see he's not walled here. So you're hitting the barracks, kind of getting good damage, but he wasn't going to make um, infantry line units anyway. He's going to go archers because he's mains. So, you so the tower wouldn't have made any difference. Yeah, yeah. No, but you, so you could have just walked in there with those man at arms and then start looking oh. to get eco damage, right? Go to his wood line. Um, so that's something to bear in mind. Do you still have your scout alive? Is another question. Do I still have my scout alive? Well, that's a good question. I don't. I don't think so. I don't okay. see it. Moving around anywhere, so no, no, no. So oh no, I brought it. I brought him in when to attack the barracks, and then he built a pikeman that killed. Him. Ah, right, okay. So I would always just keep the scout scouting. So you could have seen there that he's not he's not fully walled. Um, and so you ah, so it's quite scary that he's up to castle age here, right? So he's going to have crossbows yeah. very soon. He's going to have fully upgraded. So what's your instinct for dealing with crossbows? What well, that's my instinct. Yeah, I mean, especially if I only have. Menards I mean, we're gonna find like, out, right? When I, I, I probably should have. I mean, I feel like, like, uh, 
Yeah, some kind of cavalry is probably better than what I'm doing right now. Okay, so I'm going to recommend it. It's actually the unit that you guys kind of dissed on the first podcast. Skirmishers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> and especially because you're Lithuanians, right? So your mm. skirmishers move 10% faster. Oh, that's and great. It's, it's actually, a, that's actually, because archers want to run away from skirms, it's mm-hmm. actually quite a big benefit. Now, you want to take this fight really fast, but he's already teching into crossbow. So I say this guy knows what he's doing. He's clicked up. He's immediately... I say he knows what he's doing. He hasn't gone for Bodkin straight away. So I'd like to see knows, Bodkin from him straight away, but he's actually gone for Archer sl- He knows more than me about what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and so he's, he's got crossbow, so you just need to run away, which I think is what you're doing. Yeah. So that's a good I reaction. I will say that the formations here definitely throw me off. Yep. Like how same, the units... Same. And they all say so they all walk in a line. And so if you want to run away quickly, they don't path the shortest way. They reform into a group, which wastes time while they're being attacked. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So you're taking into fletching and archer armor. Oh, no, no, no. This, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. And this is definitely probably, this is probably really, really bad. Yep. But if I have a blacksmith, I'm getting all the upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> Collect them all. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, so the usual thing is you never tech, you, you don't get archer armor before you click up to, because that's food you need to get to the next stage. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that in mind that let's yeah. let's save the upgrades for Castle Age. But... No, it's, it's not, so fletching's a good one to get mm. in feudal. Okay. But other than that, you really need to justify it um, you're, you're, because it delays your uptime so much faster. So the moment he's in Castle Age and you're still in Feudal Age, um, and you don't have the res, the resources to click up. Mm-hmm. Um, can we have a look back at your hometown? Yes. So everything's like reasonably efficient. Again, at this point, I would look to rebuild a lumber camp there. On the right side. Well, so that as well, to... and you right. rebuild the left one closer to the wood line, because they're having to oh. walk. They're having to walk a long way now. So that's so kind you, of inefficiency. Interesting. So you, you rebuild it every so often? As you yeah, and this is about right. This is about the point where it's worth it to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, well, nothing's really going so on So again, you, you're, getting, you're getting all your upgrades. You're getting forging now. I should then, be I should be Castle Age. <laughs> yeah, these are the re- that, that costs a lot of food. I think, I'm pretty sure, let me check, that's 150. Everything, food. yeah, everything costs food. It's yeah. like... Yeah, forging is 150 food, which would let you click up. You're also floating wood. What I mean by floating is you've got excess wood here. Mm-hmm. So for me, it'd be build a market, get vills off of wood. Um, all right, and now you're getting um, oh, what's the bloodlines. You're getting bloodlines in the stable, <laughs> which is like that's a good upgrade for your cavalry. Um, but I'd rather be Castle Age, if that makes sense. So generally speaking, I say don't tech into something. Don't try and tech everything. Tech one one unit. See how he see how he's teched one unit. He's only making yeah. crossbow. And he's probably only got the researchers associated with crossbow. And it's like you're not spreading yourself too thin doing that. Like you're optimized. So you're taking a good fight here. He's reacted now. So you're doing better here than you should, if that makes sense. What do you mean? Because he didn't react? <laughs> Correct. So he did. He, he right-clicked his units where mm. he should have used some... If you're not going to look at them, you should be using something called patrol. 
Are you familiar with patrol? Because I usually just use our attack move. Yeah. So, oh, right. So attack move is good as well. That kind of functions similar to patrol. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you just attack move your units, they don't just walk while they're being attacked, if that makes sense. Yeah. So this again, I would have liked to see you... You're trying to take a fight against castellated units with feudal units, which is mm. pretty much a non-starter against <laughs> crossbows. And he's, he's so this game, you're fight. telling me this game's already over here at this point? <laughs> no, probably at so this level, no. Oh, nah. uh, okay. At a higher level, this would be it, though. Correct. Like, I feel... Yeah. Correct, yeah. If you've been in Feudal Age that long, and he's got crossbows... And so, for me here... Now, it depends if he's got an upgrade called Ballistics. So, one of the most important upgrades on crossbows is this upgrade called Ballistics. And, but you need a university to, to get it. And it's all, mm -hmm. what I'll rush. So, as soon as I hit Castle Age, I'll get the crossbow upgrade, I'll get Bodkin Arrow, and I'll build a university immediately. And then, as soon as it's built, I'd get Ballistics. Because you see see now how he's missing Vils? Mm -hmm. Like, if they walk away... It takes them longer to kill, essentially. Yeah, Yeah, but it also means you can dodge. And you'll see that uh, when I when, uh, top-level playing. The people will dodge with units to miss crossbow shots. And so you can do something... I call it ZV spamming. So there's two formations. There's your standard regular formation on Z, and then there's a split formation on V. And if you alternate between the two, the units do a dance. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, the ballistic shot will miss them. Well, shots will miss them. With ballistics, it's better, but you can still dodge ballistic shots as well. Got it. But I still think if you can get up to Castellade, which you're researching now, at this level, you're never out of the game. Got it. That's a, you, I guess that's another big thing to remember. Is like, yeah. As bad as I am, they, they may be worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But it's not just that. It's One thing I don't like is you're choosing to fight military. And if you're mm. behind you just go for eco damage and you'll overwhelm them with eco damage. Uh, you'll okay. mentally break them. So this is really good here. So you're in the position now, you, you can deny this castle. If you play this correctly, yeah, and you have. You've denied the castle, which is big because he wants to go into something called plumes, plumed archers, which are one mm -hmm. of the strongest units in the game. That's, that's, a, that's what I like to call foreshadowing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I see which, see which way. But you're in a reason with Lithuanians, you're in a reasonable position to counter plumes, I'd say. Mm -hmm. With your... You, you trade very efficiently with your skirms. Like, skirms don't beat plumes, but they, for the resources spent, they beat plumes. So I should... Yeah, I guess that's something to keep in mind is when I when I know there's an archery sieve, or I, especially if I see them going a lot yeah. of archers, to, to, to just focus on the skirmishers more. Yeah, so you're about to take a big bada-boom here. Yep. Yeah. Another shot. Oof. So your scouts, if you use your scouts here, you can kill that Manganel. I this is where I feel like my scouts should. Yeah, be no, 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 hockey. you're doing it. You are correct. No, give yourself some credit. You are killing that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we did it. Oh no. <laughs> so I feel like you're caught up. Oh, you're you're making man at arms here. Uh, no, you're oh, making. No. Um, so infantry in this game are weird, <laughs> and they're they're only. They're only situationally they're good. They're not a good unit in general. So infantry are good in, say, Dark Age and Early Feudal, simply because mm -hmm. you can't make anything else. So they're useful then, right? In the mid-game, yeah. and, and then kind of later on, they're only good as counter units. 
but in general you you avoid making infantry if that got makes it. sense unless you've got a specific reason to so you can't make anything else or you're trying to counter a specific unit like eagle warriors or mm. you're trying to kill trash units like spears and skirms you don't make them you definitely don't make them against uh crossbows got it yeah it's quite an interesting the one like people... sorry mm -hmm. go ahead yeah more no it's it's definitely like like when i watch it it seems so yeah. obvious you know what i mean oh but yeah then... but that, that's everyone that's when yeah. i watch my games like why did i do that that was really silly it, it's me as well it, it's everyone looking because you're so occupied with trying to keep your tc running trying to do everything else that's going on you you get distracted you know all right well looks like uh <laughs> That castle's going up. Do you want to take a look, yeah. I guess, of my base here for a second? Yeah. Um, again, so you've got... So you lost vills on the farms, right? Yeah. So one of your priorities would be making new vills and getting them back onto those farms. That's Especially wood. when I have 2k wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what you've invested, right? Yeah. Do you know about relics? Yes, yes. And what they do for no. Lithuanians? Oh, the bonus? I don't know the bonus that Lithuanians Yeah, have, so for each relic you, you get... Up to a maximum mm -hmm. of four, your knights get extra damage. Oh, it's well. really—it's actually really big, mm. and it's something that—and I think actually your opponent's done it. Can you have a look if your opponent has a monastery? Yeah. Yes. So he knows about that bonus, and mm -hmm. he's very quickly captured, taking the relics away from you. So this that is, isn't sense. second relic. No, it's the first one. Okay. Uh, I think you'd have to change to his point of view there. So if you got, if you click on the yeah the replay and click to him and then click on the monastery he's Whoa. got four so there's only okay. one left now which is Whoa. right you can see that in the like the white dot yeah there it is yeah so he kind of wow. knows about that bonus I, I say eventually he's got probably just got more experience with you in the matchup mm -hmm. so if you were able to mass knights you'd be able to kill him with the relics so uh, I feel like Lithuania is like is is just massing knights, just a, a usual play. Like correct. Very, yeah. Yeah. So you pretty much sure that Lithuanians are gonna at some point kind of tech into knights. Um, and then, and you, then, the then usual you just go on the woodline, I guess. Or... Well, you you can raid with them, but you could also take fights against archers. Now it's worth touching upon. So a lot of people think that what do they think? They think archers counter infantry, infantry counter knights, knights counter archers. Okay. Which isn't really that true. Mm -hmm. um, it's all about numbers. So in small numbers, cavalry beat archers. Once the archers hit a critical mass, you really struggle to beat with them. And that's why you need to add siege and you need to add skirmishes as well into the mix. But here, I mean, here you've got the better numbers. Right right now you could take this fight. If you had the I'm if I'm just afraid because they literally have two castles. That yeah, if I so go that's in. the thing is you can't take that fight. No, yeah. not under the castles. Um, things you can be doing with the knights right now is run them into the enemy base. He's not walled. <laughs> like just go and kill Vils. Man, that's that's something I, I have to remember. Just when 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 you can't do anything, just just go around and take. Correct. Vils. Yeah, I'd say that you never want to make an army and do nothing with it because you've invested those resources. So. Provided you've got the, the I don't know, the, the you're on top of things, you can run with the knights, do damage, then run away. Because you've got the mobility advantage here. So you can run, do damage, as soon as he reacts, 
run them away. And it's called like raiding, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you've kind of teched into Cav Archer here. Again, I'd like to see... And you're short on gold. That's why you're making... Right, so I think you're short on gold. Yes. And that's why you've made a... <laughs> you've made a light cav there as well. So that's just a little bit of eco balance there. One thing you could do if you've messed up like this is you can build a market and you can sell wood. The price might not be brilliant, <laughs> but I mean, I, I would do it in this case. Yeah, yeah, especially... But actually, point. so the, the light cav here are actually good. Mm -hmm. And the reason is he's got monks. Ah... Uh. So monks counter knights pretty hard, but light cavalry have like a inherent resistance to conversion. So you use them to snipe the monks. I think you'll try for a conversion here. Yep. So if you send now the light cav, run the knights away, and then you send the light cav to kill the monks. Interesting. And yeah, you'll probably you'll lose them, but I mean you'll probably be able to kill the two monks, which is worth it, definitely worth it, because the monks are a hundred gold. I've got to I've got I've got to fact check myself here. All right, speaking of plume archers, yeah, yeah, he's got a Wait, big so... mass, and they are a scary, scary unit. How are they against buildings? Not that good. Now, there's something called obsidian arrows. I don't know if you heard of that tech. Uh, no. So obsidian arrows gives bonus damage to crossbows against buildings. So Mayan crossbows shred buildings, mm. but it doesn't actually apply to plumes. So here he's run under the castle, which is really bad for him. But your, unfortunately, your castles attack him in the battering ram. So if you were to target this castle to the archers, you'd win this fight. Ah, uh, okay. But you see how it's just killing the battering ram? Yeah, yeah. Which has, like, battering rams have really, really high... Um, Defense. Pierce resistance to pierce attacks. Not to physical attacks, like, your cavalry will shred it. But actually, if I was literally he's just... still taking a bad... See, you see now how the battering rams moved out of range? Yeah. And now the castle attacks the archers? <laughs> the castle's one-shotting archers, and it was just hitting a battering ram over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again, I still don't think this is out of your... If So you're making light cav now. What I would do personally, I would cue light cav into his base. Into his base. Yeah, yeah I'd set... So you, you, you can't focus on everything at once. I would set the gather point to where I know he's collecting resources. He's not walled. So you see yeah, this lumber true. camp here? You see yeah. these lumber camps, see these farms, see that gold? He's got no walls. I would just queue light cav at him. And so to be honest, if you get people ahead. to hide in like a TC, do you just kind of like run around the outskirts then after? Is that yeah, usually... but even 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 the pierce resistance, if you've got the upgrades, yeah. makes it Sorry. worth it. He's probably taking the gold in the far corner, I guess. See how there's a there's a gold to the left of the map? Yeah. yeah. Golden stone he's probably take those are called neutral resources. He's, yeah, I'm, I imagine he's planning to take the neutral resources here. So I would just queue them in and if he's garrisoned Vils, it's kind of idle time anyway, and the pierce resistance. So that for me would be your comeback strat is take mm -hmm. your stable, queue light cav, and just set the gather point in his base. Another big thing is I guess that I oh also what happened to my wood line? Oh, it's gone. I actually have no one gathering wood. Got it. And you spent it as well, haven't you? Yep. <laughs> you had quite a good... This is good. That's a... So I don't love that lumber camp placement, but it's fine. Could be a little more in there, I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're trying to do. And it just minimizes walking distance for the bills. Yeah. Again, it's not... I think it's very minor. That's being, you know, pedantic, picky. Um, 
the higher level you go, the more picky that it, yeah, it really sure, is. Sure. Like it, I think I think the lower level you are, the broad strokes is something that yeah. you're uh, yeah. you tend to miss, and then and then as you get higher level, you have to really kind of get those small things. Yep. So he's imp now, um, and he's researching hand cart building plumes. Okay. So for me, his play here is correct. So castles often stop archer sieves in their tracks because you can't mm -hmm. push against castle with an archer. So what it does is it forces you to go imp, and then you make trebs. Got it. And then you treb the castles down. Um, so and I think that, that's what he's doing now is he's making the trebuchets. Yeah, that, that's that's the breaking point in this game. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. The, uh... yeah, yeah. Well, I don't I don't know if he gets the trebs out here. Let's actually look at what he's doing. You see what he's doing now with his plumes? By the way, that's that's the patrol command. Got it. Got it. So he's not looking at them. He's not doing that manually. He's set them to patrol. <laughs> That'd be such a such a ridiculous thing to do manually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just sitting there. Oh, he's actually gathering wood on the left-hand side of the map. That's an interesting choice. So I thought he was going for the neutral. He's built I just built another TC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look look at his little... Like, he could easily do that here as well. Correct. I yeah. feel. I mean, honestly, for our level, no one's even fighting over the left side of the map. No, 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 no. But I, I say that's perhaps... I say something I would encourage you to do. You don't want to attack his fortified positions. I say just... I would queue like have into his base. And I think yeah. at this level, people will fall apart to raiding. They, they won't be able to deal with it. Well, you say, that's what you look it. like. What you're doing now, yeah. Going forward, <laughs> took me it took me 20 minutes, but yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess so, I'll try to disrupt him. And this uh, already, I'm going to tell you right now. This this is a a bad play, shall we say? D wait, does he have all the things already? I think he has all. The I should I should yeah. Hold on, can can I just see what his resources like? Yeah. Okay. He's and he's producing from four town centers at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no wonder he's way ahead. <laughs> it's funny because, like, if you look at the first what five minutes of the game, or like the very early part of the game, he uh, like I was ahead overall, right? And then yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> see, this is this is the tough thing is I ran in here and I actually didn't know where to go. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you, you. To be honest, you've just got to run away from the plumes here, and they're quite quick as well. That's the benefit of plumes. They're an archer, but they move pretty quick. You could kill Vils there. This is the problem, though. You run into this, <laughs> yeah. Death trap here. And this is, to be honest, this is why I kind of, for you, I prefer yeah. the gather point solution. So you queue one scout at a time. And, and they it, just keep annoying people. And then people. you haven't got a mass to lose and mass to mm. micro. And you just, mm -hmm. so if you just concentrated on growing your economy, adding TCs, building farms, and then just raiding with Lightcav into Hussar. And that's something mm -hmm. you see at the top level. Like, it's something you'll see Hera do a lot if he's playing a Cav Sim. His, his strategy will become full Hussar. And he won't take a direct fight like this against the castles. He's just going to raid them to death. And I think it's a good strategy, especially if you're behind and you can't take a can't take a direct fight, raid them to death, build loads of stables, set the gather point in their base, and just queue light cav. And just make sure you're adding enough eco and enough farms behind it to just make it endless. Is, is that a very common one for, for like cavalry subs? Yeah, just eventually. Just keep, once, keep... once, Usually later on, to be honest. Once you get to Imperial, then it's then it's just, it's almost a go-to strat once you, once you get to Imperial. Before that, you're, you're trying to mass knights. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But at some point, you'll see it. And it, it happens when the gold runs out. Once the gold runs out, so Hera's mined all his gold, you're just going to build 15, 20 stables and just queue endless Hussar into enemy base. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I'm i going to speed this up a little yep. bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, I... <laughs> Like this, at this point in the game, I I'm definitely feeling like I can't even defend, right? Yeah, like with so, yeah, yeah. With this kind of a score differential, 4K, it, it, that's a big score differential. Again, yeah. at this level, I'd say you're not out of it, and I'd say if if I was perhaps coaching you, I'd say we can potentially still win here, and I say but the, the solution is you don't try and fight this. You just right? don't fight. You just yeah, don't yeah. fight. It's almost like you almost change to guerrilla warfare, which is like build as many TCs as you can, build as many farms as you can. And then just cue Lightcav into his base and overwhelm him, because he, he just he won't have the micro. He wants to take he wants to take a direct fight. And archer sieves do like you want to abuse the mobility of your cavalry against an archer player. If you try to take a head-on fight against archers, you uh, it, it's it's rough. Yep, it's rough. All right. Uh, what were your do we want? Then? Go ahead. Hmm? I was going to ask Actually... what, were, what were your feelings in summary like. You kind of talked through it now. Yeah, I well, I, I say one thing. This this was the first game, and yeah. I think I think that's always a weird one where you're kind of you're kind of still. Oh right, we're playing this game again. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a thought process. I think I definitely early on overestimated the threat that he had. Cor- like yeah. like he just especially did a fast castle. <laughs> he just fast castled there. He made no feudal army really. Like. Especially when I did end up building that tower, I really didn't need all those units under it. Like no. that's already enough to kind of ward off a, a archery, archer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, I think for me, you had the military advantage. If you mm-hmm. hit, had hit his resources, then take the aggression, kill bills. Yeah, it's, it's not very gentlemanly. I, I know that. Kill bills. <laughs> yeah, this is war, you know. This <laughs> <laughs> war. Yes. I, I suppose that's a theme you're kind of getting from me. Is I don't. Well. Don't try and take direct fights. Try and kill Vils, especially with the Cavsif. Yeah, and I I feel like this game kind of pushes you to that a little bit because yeah. uh, just building stick forever to kill two, right? So even if you do win the fight, it's kind of like until you get to those later stages, it's it's kind of hard to, to to knock down a lot of those things. Yeah, and I think it matters more. Like at a certain point, once you get high enough, the queuing queuing light cav into the enemy base doesn't work because they're too on top of it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But Honestly, until I was like 1400, I just used to queue units into the enemy base. Got it. I mean, that 1400 will put you in the top 20%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just works really, really well. But at a certain point, they react too well to it that you don't actually kill Vils and you're just throwing away units. We're sending them one at a time. At a certain point, that happens, but it's not until you're well higher than, than this level. Got it. Got it. Cool. All right, I think I think we'll probably end here, honestly, because yeah. I, I as much as I enjoyed it, but uh, yeah, I, I have so much to soak in from all this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there it's you go. Overwhelming at first, yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope I hope anyone who does listen. I think what I'll do is I'll put a podcast. Uh, I'll put a podcast episode out and then link it to the vid, so that cool. way there people can people can get to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and hopefully someone can look at this and, and, and kind of get something from it. Um, yeah, thanks for joining me once again. Super. And uh, yeah, for sure. And we'll we'll have the official show back in 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 a, in a bit. In a bit. All right. All right. Cheers. Cheers.